I sure know a lot about TV and movies and music too. So join them for the special show. They want to talk about those things too. It's the Fangirly Show. Hi, and welcome to the Fangirly Show, where smart girls go stupid for pop culture. I'm Ellen. And I'm Whitney. And this week, we have a very special guest with us. Um, as you know, Whitney and I are cousins, and so we have one of our other cousins present with us today. Sam, say hi. Hello. <laughs> this is Sam. <laughs> Sam contacted us because he thought we needed some um, gender equality um, <laughs> and representation on the show. Uh, so we thought we would let him sit in with us for an episode. It's an honor to be here, Ellen. Yes, I'm sh- I'm sure it is. You are a very lucky man today. And Sam, you grew up watching a lot of movies with us, right? Yep. 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 Uh, lots of cousin sleepovers in our family, so... We've watched many a movie together. So Sam is going to join us as we do every episode with some fangirl talk plus a boy. Um, so Sam, we'll start with you. What are you squeeing about this week? <clears throat> well, uh, I wouldn't be a very good uh, soon-to-be father if I didn't first and foremost say I'm squeeing about the fact that I'm going to have a child soon. Yay! Yeah, so Yay! That's- Baby Baby vegan on the way. Um, But on the pop culture front, uh, I have been, I I listened to audiobooks on my way to and from work, and I just finished a book called All the Light We Cannot See. Oh my gosh, my book club is reading that book this month. It is a wonderful book. Uh, you are very lucky. What is this book? I've never even heard of it. So it's uh, it's a World War II story about uh, two different kids, one who's uh, French and one who's German, and just kind of their experience with the war, and eventually their paths meet, and it's it's really it's really fun read. It's really exciting. So I've really enjoyed it. Is it is it like all quiet on the Western Front kind of world? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I realize that's World War One. my bad, but <laughs> I just, like, war stories kind of play out the same way for me. They're very boring. No, it's it's really, like, because it, it's not, it's not about, like, the, the war itself and, like, the battles and stuff. It's more like, you know, like, because one of the kids is, like, a civilian girl and just kind of her experience being, um, you know, sort of, she has to move her life to different places and then, you know, just trying to survive with her family. Uh, and then the other is a boy who gets pulled into like Hitler youth type stuff and, uh, him trying to deal with like his own opinions and feelings about things and just like how nice of a kid he is versus being forced to do all these terrible things. Yikes. uh, Sam, is the audio book good? Like, should I consider listening to it as opposed to reading it yeah i thought the the reader did a really good job with it okay i'll think about that um cool i'm glad to hear that you liked it Mm -hmm. um anything else that you're swinging about this week no that i mean that that pretty much does it other than just excited for some of the stuff that's coming out later this year but we'll talk about that later we're going to talk about a little bit later in the episode good segue into something we're not ready to segue into yet sam um, Whitney, what are you screaming about? A uh, couple of things. So first, I saw Deadpool last night. 
And safe to say, it's not one of the movies that I've really been kind of holding my breath for this year, but I, I ended up really liking it. Um, it's really funny. The violence is just as gratuitous as you think it's going to be. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's fun. Um, I know you're seeing it later today, so I'm excited to see what you think of it. Yeah. Are you so pumped? I'm so pumped. In fact, that, like, I don't, I didn't have a lot going on this week, um, other than, like, boring life stuff. Ugh. Um, and so, like, one of my things that I'm swinging about is I get to see Deadpool later today. Um, but I think I know something that I was squeeing about that you also may have been squeeing about to a certain degree is I saw Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies last week. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say I was squeeing about it. It was like maybe one small squee. Well, it was it was fun, right? I mean, like, I didn't, it's, it's not a great movie. But, it, but you're right. It um, was fun. And it was, I mean, it was kind of, it's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> I... Don't yeah. go into it expecting it to be anything else. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's Pride and no, Prejudice just... and Zombies. <laughs> With Zombies. <laughs> the title really, that is like some good marketing, because the title right? really does just lay out everything Says it all. But, I mean, yeah. and I and I wrote a review about it earlier, and um, and just referring back to that, there there's a lot more, I think, like, the, I think the book has a lot more depth than the movie managed, and that's fine. Like, it's it's still a fun, you know, two hours at the movies. I don't know if I would necessarily pay money to see it again. No, I mean... I, I mean, hindsight I, is I would, 2020. Either. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not the kind of movie that I would shell out for, but it's it's definitely, like, a good red box. Yeah. Not my favorite Darcy by any stretch, no. either. Why? Okay, I never understand why people always feel the need to play Darcy the same way where he's like this like laconic douchebag who has like all the same mannerisms in every single iteration and he like I I, I want to see like a really original Darcy and I haven't for a really long time yeah so Whitney was there anything else that you were squeeing about I sort of steamrolled in on your your squeeing session no hey like my squeeze or your squeeze um <laughs> that's true the one <laughs> I almost hesitate to bring this up because I always end up sounding stupid when we do our fangirl talks. But there was this moment this week. I was at the gym and I was on the treadmill and I was kind of watching the, the TV as I was working out. And I saw this this like Zales Diamond commercial and the commercial featured uh, the two lead characters from Emma Approved. Do you remember that web series? Yeah, I saw that. OK, so they're dating in real life and I found that out. And, like, so their love is real, both on Emma Approved and the Zales Diamond commercial. Right, so I'm like, how did that happen? Did they did they audition yeah. together? Are they, like, currently IRL in love? So they... Yeah, they're... They, what? Yeah, they're IRL in love. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, that's what I'm squeeing about this week. <laughs> you can put that on the books. That's my squee for this week, is that Emma and Knightley are, uh... Or making a go of it in the real world. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's adorable. It's so adorable. And the fact that they're still working together and, like, doing couple... Co oh, gosh, I can't even say it. That's so cute. Yeah, I agree. I was I was also excited when I saw that. So, as I... For me, like, as I said, Pride of Prejudice and Zombies was fun. Not great, but it was fun. 
And then today I'm getting to see Deadpool and probably a double feature of that with How to Be Single. Um, Because, you know, I feel like I'm pretty good at that at this point. So I want to see if, you know, my theories match up with the movies. So, um, so yeah, so that'll be a fun Valentine's Day weekend. Tell me how uh, that movie is because I'm getting kind of like a like a Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve movie kind of vibe from it and I wonder if it's going to be better than I'm anticipating. I watched a review of it and it is like written by some of the same people who wrote Valentine's Day but I guess like this movie comes off better than that one so we'll see. That's not a high bar that they set but okay cool. Um so let's just dive into our main topic of the day. Let's do it. Um so 2016 has a lot to offer us the theaters this year. We've got superheroes, supervillains, space adventures, literary adaptations, and talking animals. And some of those have us more excited than others. So, you guys, what are some movies that you are excited to see this year? Sam, why don't you start us off? All right. Well, I've got uh, quite the list going here, so I don't. I don't want to steal. Me too. I don't want to steal all your thunder. Okay, we'll talk about one, and then, you know, we'll talk about okay. that together. Uh, let's see, where where do I want to start? Um, let's see, I'll throw out uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, like, I mean, I'm, it's still a ways off. We've got to wait until November for that one, but uh, I think... Like, I'm really excited to, you know, get back into the world of uh, witchcraft and wizardry and... Um, you know, and then see kind of Eddie Redmayne's spin on, uh, you know, magical characters and stuff. And, uh, and then it's got like other, other great cast members, right? Like Colin Farrell, I think is on that. And, um, so yeah, I I mean, I think there's a lot of potential there and I think, uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. That one is one that I also listed, but I'm also like slightly wary just because I'm not super familiar. Well, like, it's kind of impossible to be familiar with the source material because the source material is just, like, a textbook. So I don't really know what to expect. Like, usually if I've seen a Harry Potter book, I know it, like, backwards and forwards. Um, but with this one, I'm like, okay, like, this is a Harry Potter story that I do not know, but I'm still excited to see it because it is Harry Potter, you know? Yeah, they do a good job. So I, uh, I am reading through the the book, which obviously is just, it's, it's just a list of like, you know, here's a creature, here's a description, here's another creature, here's a description, but it's, it's a really kind of quirky, um, silly book. And then there is a little bio about Newt Scamander at the back, uh, that I think might be touched on in, in the movie as well. And just kind of like where he got his start and, and sort of what he's all about. So, yeah. I'm also, like, sort of tangential. I'm also excited because, did you guys see that, like, they're going to release the script of the play for The Cursed Child, which is supposed to be, like, nine years later for the Harry Potter crew? That's exciting. Uh, Yeah, I did see that. I am excited for that. What, do we know anything about the plot of The Cursed Child? Because I I have heard of it in, you know, in Hushed Whispers. I feel like there's stuff out. It's like... It's them working at the ministry, as far as I know. So okay. it's I, it focuses on one of Harry's sons, um, and just kind of dealing with you know the fact that he's the son of Harry Potter, and uh, you know all the baggage that comes with that, I guess. And then 
Um, yeah, and then about, like, Harry and just being kind of a government employee, so to speak, and I don't know, just kind of how they're navigating life nine years from when all the stuff went down. I don't I don't know if I'm, like, like excited about all this Harry Potter kind of resurgence or if it bums me out. I think I'll have to wait until I see Fantastic Why would Beasts. it bum you out? I don't know. It just, uh, I kind of was ready to, like, say goodbye, and then, no, it feels like they're opening old wounds, and I, Ellen's totally disagreeing with me. I, I'm excited. I just, I you know. As we, I was one of those people that cried at the end of Deathly Hallows, like, not because um, it was particularly sad, although it was also that, but mainly because it was, like, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to get more Harry Potter. And um, so they're finding ways to give me more Harry Potter, so I can't be mad at that. See, that's where you and I differ, because I'm like, I'm fine with like having something for a while and then saying goodbye to it and then moving on to something else. So, what else? Well, agree to disagree on that front. Story of our lives. Okay. What's a movie that's coming out that you're excited about? Um. Okay, so I'm going to pick one that I feel like no one else is going to mention because it is a horror movie, and it's out right now. Nobody else is going to bring it up. So I am going to mention The Witch, which is actually getting pretty oh. good reviews. Yeah, yeah I've heard it. of that. Yeah, I don't know much about it other than the title of it. Um, so Yeah, presumably there are, like, witches involved. To be honest, I don't know that much about it other than it's doing pretty well. And we haven't really had a good horror movie since 2013 with The Conjuring, so I'm pretty excited about this one. Whitney is our resident horror queen, because that is not my territory at all. Um, Okay, so one that I'm going to say that I am super excited for, and much like Fantastic Beasts, have a very long wait for it, um, is Rogue One, the new Star Wars movie that's coming out. Um, So if you don't know what this is about, it basically takes place before, so between episode three, Revenge of the Sith, and episode four, A New Hope. And if you remember, in A New Hope, they have the plans for the Death Star, and that's how they figure out how to blow up the Death Star. So Rogue One is about the crew that breaks in and steals the plans for the Death Star. Um, it has a really amazing cast. And it's a Star Wars movie, so I'm just freaking excited for that one. Have they cast Han Solo yet? Uh, no. I know that they have a short list, but that's going to be... Young Han Solo is going to be an entirely different movie. He's not going to be in Rogue One. Um, oh, for some reason do... I thought that they were, like, the same movie. Okay. No, and... and I'm on the same I'm, page. I'm excited and nervous for the young Han Solo because Chris... Uh, uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. I might have gotten their names mixed up. Um, but they're the guys who made the Lego movie are doing the young Han Solo movie. And I'm pretty excited about that. Hmm. Uh, for anyone who can hear the uh, like Limp Biscuit early 2007 <laughs> garbage that my roommate is playing in her room, I'm really sorry. Uh, please know that that's not what I listen to for mood, mood music. Uh, Anyway, I really, hope really, I really hope that your roommate about... listens to this podcast. 
Um, so, are you guys also excited for Rogue One? I mean, I went and saw Star Wars with both of you, so I feel like you are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I, arguably, I don't know that much about it, so I can't, like, you know, say too much. Sam? Yeah, um, yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm definitely really excited to see it. Uh, I saw pictures of, like, costumes, I think, for it, uh, which Mm -hmm. were kind of interesting, because I feel like they weren't, I don't know, they weren't your typical Star Wars uh, outfits that I was expecting them to use. They looked, they looked very like military and less, you know, space ish, yeah. I guess, which I mean, like, not that that's a bad thing. Like I, I'll be curious to see, I'm sure it'll fit, but, um, but no, I, I think it'll be a, a fun, a fun spinoff story. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, uh, okay, Sam, what's another one that you're excited about in 2016? Um, so, Personally, another one. Uh, I, I'm 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 kind of dancing around some of the obvious ones, trying to trying to get some publicity for maybe uh, ones that wouldn't be, come up as much. But uh, I I really am excited for the Jungle Book movie. That looks really yeah. Cute. I had that one. Yeah, I don't know what, what you guys think, but um, but like the the new trailer that came out during the Super Bowl was pretty impressive. Uh, I feel like the you know the special effects are really good. I love the casting. I mean, you got Christopher Walken and Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray. Like, uh, it's just, I mean, great casting. And, and I think it just looks really fun and exciting and a, and a really good take on uh, the, the old story. Yeah, and it looks very pretty, right? It's yeah, like... I know. Just very visually pleasing, yeah. Yeah. As a no, rule... I, I also had that one. As a rule, I'm not super, like, I, I haven't loved the, the kind of, like, live-action uh, Disney reboots that they've been doing. Like, they did Cinderella, they did, um... Alice uh, in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. I'm, that one that one was, I kind of, I enjoyed that one. But, um, yeah, this one I'm excited for. This one looks really special. You didn't like Cinderella? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I love Cinderella. Did you? Oh, okay, well, Whatever. You're entitled. <laughs> I like. It's coming from that. the girl who likes the conjuring, so there's there's already something <laughs> weird going on there. Going on. <laughs> um, no, that's a good pick, Sam. Uh, Whitney, what's another one that you're excited about? Okay, this isn't a movie, but I am really pumped for Orphan Black to come back. Now that I'm all caught up, seasons one and two, I'm ready for it. Yeah, Orphan Black. I <laughs> I I'm not sure like where they're going because. Are you excited too, Wells? Yes, I am. Did you watch the third season? No. I still have to. Because it's on Amazon Prime, which is really limiting my, my viewing options. Um, cool. Uh, so another movie that I also want to throw out there, because I know both of you will concur with me, is I found out in my research for movies that are coming out in 2016 that... Lonely Island has a new movie coming out in 2016. And I'm pretty excited about it. I guess they're kind of keeping all plot details under wraps. But um, for those of you who don't know, Lonely Island is um, a group, a comedy group that Andy Samberg was part of um, in his college and post days and still is. Um, It's him uh, Yorma Takone and Akiva Schaefer. And those guys were all writers on SNL and they would do all of your 
digital shorts that you enjoy on SNL. Um, and they're hilarious. And they made the movie Hot Rod, which, at least in my family, is a family <laughs> favorite. Um, and so I'm excited to see what those guys come up with again, because I love Hot Rod, so bring it. Have you seen, uh, it's like, it's like a short film, but it's on Netflix, Kung Fury? I don't think so. It's, it's got a Sandberg. It's not Andy Sandberg. I almost wonder if it's like his brother, but it's got a Sandberg and then Yorma is also in it. So I wonder if that's also a, like a Lonely Island production, but that's really funny. And I, it's got the same vibe. So I'm excited about that one. I'm excited at the prospect of that one, I guess. That will be fun. Um, When is that one coming? I don't know. I think it's sometime this summer, but I'm not entirely sure. So pretty soon. Gotcha. I haven't even heard of that. Well, there's there's literally nothing to hear yet, so um, yeah. I think that's kind of why. Um, Sam, what's another one that you've got? Um, I'm really loving the uh, Suicide Squad trailers. Yeah, me too. I think uh, I think those look pretty sweet. Um, and yeah, I think again. Just a, a fun cast, a cool storyline that I think a lot of people aren't familiar with, but um, I've read a couple of the Suicide Squad stories, and you know, and then they've popped up in shows like uh, Arrow and stuff, and, and I, I think it's a cool idea, um, and again, just a lot of fun characters, and this re- I feel like, and I mean, we could talk more about this later maybe, but I feel like this is kind of the year of uh, Margot Robbie, or Robbie. And uh, she's really in a lot of stuff right now. So, um, yeah, I I think it'll be, I think it looks like a really cool, but also very fun uh, comic book movie. Yeah, I'm also really excited at that one um, with a touch of hesitancy, only because in my mind, at least, DC has kind of yet to prove themselves with their movies. Um, This one looks like a lot more fun than um some of their past offerings so i think that will serve them well and so i'm hopefully optimistic about that one i guess i kind of agree with you ellen and i i'm definitely looking forward to suicide squad a little bit more than dawn of justice for that reason it just looks like it's more fun and more palatable yeah um Wit, what's another one that you're excited about? Another one that I'm excited about. And you talked about the book in another episode, but I'm excited about The Girl on the Train. Yeah. Yep. Emily Blunt is the queen, and it's going to be fun kind of seeing her do something different, play a little bit of a psycho. I don't know that much about the story, so all of this kind of excitement is coming from just things that I've heard, but it looks pretty good. Yeah, the book's really good. Um, Another one, again, that I have, like, just a touch of hesitancy because I always get that way when they adapt books that I liked, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But I am very excited that it's happening because um, I think it'll make a a cool movie Um, and you should read the book. It's probably a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So another one that I uh, wanted to mention is uh, Ghostbusters with the all- ladies cast um (laughs) i know that a lot of people are a little nervous about this one but i have pretty like intense faith in paul feig and uh that brood that he's got playing um the ghostbusters because they're all hilarious 
Um, I love that they have Chris Hemsworth as the like secretary role. That is perfect casting. <laughs> um, yeah. And it'll, I think that'll be just a lot of fun. And I, you know, maybe I don't hold Ghostbusters as sacred as some others do, but I think that it's just going to be a lot of fun. And I think that if they were going to reboot Ghostbusters, that this is the best way to do it and in the best hands possible. So I'm just really excited about that. Agreed. Yeah. Um, do we, okay, so do you guys kind of want to just run through, if you had any other titles, just kind of quickly run through some of the other ones that you had listed? Yeah. Sam, we'll start with you. Uh, sure. So um, one that I that I want to be excited about but am still a little skeptical of is uh, Zootopia. The oh. the preview before Star Wars was hilarious, um, yeah. but I'm just I'm not sure if they can you know if the whole movie can be up to that uh, up to that bar. Um, for, for a family shout out, uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. I didn't oh either. Gosh, yeah. so McCoy family classic uh, yeah. storyline. Um, Captain America Civil War, of course, oh looks gosh. incredible. How have we not talked about that yet? Yeah, well, like I said, I've been dancing around some of these that are obvious. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. I mean, Whitney, you and I talk enough about like our love of Marvel and no, my dog. Which is I named... share, which I totally share. Yeah, and my dog is named after Captain America. So just know that we're excited about Civil War. That's all we need to say. Yeah, it goes okay. without saying. Yeah. Um... Finding Dory, I think, should be fun. Yeah. Um, one that I don't know much about, but seems like it could be really cool, is The Legend of Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, always down for a new Jason Bourne movie. Yeah. Um, the pictures that they released for Doctor Strange look pretty cool. Yes. And then, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, can't go wrong there. That's good casting, yeah. I think. I'm, yeah. I I just, okay, so briefly, because I also had that one, um, I'm excited. I love that Marvel, and we talk enough about Marvel, I know, but I love that Marvel <laughs> is kind of finding ways to tell superhero stories in, like, different ways. So, mm-hmm. you know, with Ant-Man, they kind of had their heist movie that had a touch of superhero. With, um, with Winter Soldier, they had, like, their political thriller with a touch of superhero. So I like that this one kind of seems like it's going to be like their mystical supernatural with a touch of superhero. And yeah. um, also Benedict Cumberbatch in a Marvel movie. Yes, please. Like, yeah, I already have my ticket. So literally, yeah. or are you being figurative? <laughs> Figuratively, but if I could literally, but I don't think they're on sale yet. Cool. Uh, and then just to round out my list, um, Moana, I'm excited about, oh, yeah. um, yeah. and the Assassin's Creed movie, again, another one I don't know much about, but it's one of my all-time favorite video games, and so I'm hoping they do it justice. Yeah. Uh, Passengers, the sci-fi thriller with Chris Pratt. Yeah! Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then the last one is uh, it's actually another book that I've read this year, uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Sam, I had that one too. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll pass the baton on now. 
Good list, Sammy. Well, I'll just say that I had like an entire category just um well of two movies, but I'm like uh Passengers and Magnificent Seven just because Chris Pratt is in both of just them. Just because and of Chris Pratt. I love him. <laughs> but also because they sound like good movies and I'm excited for them. Um okay, Whitney, do you have any that Sam didn't get to there? Um we haven't talked about Apocalypse yet, have we? Or did we kind of... No, and I, ha- I had that one as well. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for just because uh, of my just ongoing Oscar Isaac thing. It's getting worse by the day. Um, I lure him so much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I So I'm excited he, about that one. He doesn't look very cute in that one, just FYI. I don't know. I don't know if you it. <laughs> it can't be any worse than his like blue in the face. like pervy hipster beard in Ex Machina, so That's true. anything's a step up from there. And then the other one I had, I also had Assassin's Creed. Again, not something I'm, you know, remotely familiar with, but it does have Michael Fassbender, so you know, something to consider. And then uh Daredevil in March. Oh, season yeah. two. So I I'm think that'll be about that. Um, okay, and just a couple that you guys haven't touched on that I had written down. Um, the BFG, which is a Roald Dahl book that Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg is adapting. Um, the early teaser of it looks kind of cute, and I loved that book when I was a kid, and I think in the hands of Steven Spielberg, it could be pretty good. Um, and then the only other two that I had, and these are kind of my more highbrow picks, um, is Richard Linklater is doing um, Everybody Wants Some, and it's going to kind of be like his dazed and confused follow-up that is set in the 80s. Um, and so I think like a Richard Linklater movie set in the 80s uh, could be good and have good music at least. Uh, and then Snowden, which is the Oliver Stone biopic on Edward Snowden, um, I think that will probably be pretty good. It's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, okay, so now we want to kind of just quickly go through a couple that we're wary of. Um, Whitney, why don't you start us off? Do you have any that you've got that you're a little nervous about? Uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but Dawn of Justice, for me... Um... It there, I think there's some weird casting things going on with uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Um, I'm sure he'll pull it together and be great and whatever, but in in the trailers, he just seems kind of not really that menacing and and more kind of like an annoying like post grad with like weird ideas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He just... Yeah, I mean, he's always Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, so. I just... I don't... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I think this is going to be kind of a stretch for him, and I'm not sure if it's going to be my, my my favorite performance of the year. And then also, Jeremy Irons is Alfred. I think it's going to be great, so that's at least one plus. But I just... I'm not... Like you said, I'm not a huge fan of what DC has put out there thus far, and so I don't know if this is going to be really any different. Yeah, they've got, they have a lot to prove with this movie, um, because they need to make a Superman movie that people seem to be on board with, and Man of Steel had its spans, but I feel like they need, they need to get us with this one, so they better do a good job. Yeah. 
Uh, I will admit that my skepticism dropped after seeing the latest trailer. I don't know if you guys have seen the newest trailer that came out like earlier this week. Uh, um, but I, it's got a lot of like Batman fighting and just a lot of cool scenes that we hadn't seen yet that um, actually made me like okay like I would I would definitely see this and you know and, and it gave me a little bit of hope I think and then I'm also yeah. excited this is going beyond 2016 but uh, the clips that they've shown for Wonder Woman uh, I think Wonder Woman looks yeah. like pretty promising actually I agree yeah. So. No, that I'm. I am very excited for that. I'm a little. I'm still slightly skeptical about how about her Wonder Woman, but uh, those made me feel a little bit better about it. So I'm. I'm getting more on board with that. I guess. Um, what Sam, was your trepidation you about Wonder Woman? Sorry, I just. I just feel like she's because she, she's supposed to be an Amazonian woman, and Gal Gadot just does not convey that to me she is like a delicate little desert rose i agree but i mean she could surprise everybody do you know what i mean yeah um sam do you have any that have you a little nervous um i guess a couple of the big big releases coming out that i um am not super on board with yet would be independence day yeah um yeah, I just, I, I really, I, I have very little, little faith. I mean, I'm, like, I guess if you go into it just expecting, you know, a big sci-fi Blow war movie, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a nice spectacle, but, uh, but I kind of wish they had just left Independence Day alone. That's a reboot that I don't need. Uh, and then the Warcraft movie, uh, like, I mean. Yeah, what's going on You know, there? Warcraft is a classic video game, but, uh. But I just, I just don't know that. I mean, it, it just looks like they're trying to appeal to all the nerdy fanboys. So yeah, not my cup of tea. Um, I am, t- I am with you on the Independence Day thing. Um, it like, I'm willing to give it some a inkling of hope, but I'm also, I agree. Like, not they should have just left it be and in, in the '90s where it belonged. Um. The other, the only other one that I had, well, the, I guess there's two that I had, um, is Star Trek Beyond. Um, curious, like I'm, it, it's written by Simon Pegg, which has me excited. Um, but the trailer, I guess, wasn't my, wasn't the best portrayal of what it could be. But uh, Simon Pegg tweeted, and he's like, "No, that's it's." It's better than that, so um, <laughs> I guess I'm a little hopeful about that, uh, but we'll see. Uh, and then the other one is Channing Tatum as Gambit. Um, Has that been confirmed? And don't, yeah, and it's shooting, I think, and it's oh, coming wow. out this year. Um, oh, wow, I didn't know that one was this year. Either. Yeah, so we'll see on that one as well. Again, like, we don't have any, we don't even have pictures or anything yet, so... Um, that will remain to be seen, but so there's the two that I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll wait and see what the reviews are like. Um, so quickly, just, uh, to kind of close out this segment, do you guys see any trends that are happening with movies in 2016 that have you kind of either excited or nervous? Um, Sam, how about you? Um, so going back to a couple of things that I've talked about, um, 
It seems like video game adaptations are becoming more and more common. Um, mm -hmm. Most of them I'm wary of. Uh, yeah. You know, I mentioned Assassin's Creed hopefully is cool. But, I mean, like, again, we don't know anything about it. So that one still could be skeptical as we get closer. Uh, Warcraft, um, you know, and, and so just, like, I feel like we're Ratchet and Clank has a movie coming out, which was yeah. a classic video game from my childhood. Um, I mean, and I think it's more of a kid's movie. It looks kind of silly, but it, I mean, it could be fun. Because uh, video games have yet to have, like, good adaptations of uh, it, right? Excuse I mean, you, not... Prince of Persia. There... <laughs> there's not... They don't have a great track record. So... Right. Yeah, and they keep trying, which I guess is good, but... Uh... <laughs> but they need to they need to land it at some point. Whitney, how about you? Any trends that you see? Uh, I, I do agree with Sam. And just to, like, add on to that, I don't think we really mentioned any movies that weren't, like, sequels or, like, adaptations or... And again, this is, like, not something, A, that we haven't talked about or, B, everyone else hasn't talked about. But um, that's kind of disappointing. I, I wish that there was something original. Other than, like, Passengers, I think is going to be good. I just I just wish that there was like more original property out there that we could talk about, but I think that like us as a society just need to kind of come to the realization now that any big releases that get a lot of money are going to be things that studios see as surefire hits that um are usually going to be sequels or reboots because they put a lot of money into them because they know that they're going to perform yeah. well. Um, and I think that we just need to recognize that if we want original stories, we need to go to the smaller movies. And, you know, because there are a lot of original stories being made and told. They're just not, they just don't have a lot of money behind right. them, you know? So the one trend that I noted um, that I am actually pretty excited about is that a lot of these big franchises seem to be kind of telling new stories this year. So you have um, Star Wars telling Rogue One, Marvel with uh, Doctor Strange, Harry Potter telling Fantastic Beasts, and then DC bringing out Suicide Squad, which is um, not very well known to people who aren't familiar with comics. Uh, so I'm just pretty excited that we're kind of getting these properties that we know bringing out new stories for us to get to know. Um, and I'm excited about that. Um, so I guess that can close out our discussion of 2016. If you have any movies that you think we missed, um, let us know in the comments at fangirly.com or you can email us at fangirlyfangirls at gmail.com. Um, Whitney, I understand that you have a little game prepared for Sam and I, and I'm a little nervous because you would not <laughs> tell us what it is. So the game we're playing today is sort of a variation of Would You Rather. Uh, it's a game where I, well, <laughs> we'll be presenting each other with something that we think that the other person would really enjoy, but then temper it with something that might persuade them to, uh, think otherwise. So I'm going to jump in. My first one is for Ellen. So, Ellen, uh, what I think you would like is I think you would like to go on a date, a romantic date, with the Chris of your choice, 
But you have to wear one of your mother's outfits from the early 90s, including her frog pendant. So... (laughs) Do you think of that? that still okay, her frog, her frog pendant was from the seventies, but um, <laughs> but seventies style was sort of in in the nineties. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna do that, of course. For uh, real, because... like the embroidered vests and the slacks and the uh, uh yeah, because um, I get to still go on a date with a Chris. Yeah, but what so... if he sees your outfit and he like he books? I'll just be like, if you can't love me in this, you can't love me at all. <laughs> that is a good answer. And then with your charm. <laughs> okay, so Ellen, you're up. Okay, Whitney. If you were in a Jane Austen scenario. Which one? And... You're going to have to be specific. <laughs> uh, they're all the okay. same. A British chick gets married. What? Sam! <laughs> <laughs> Get out of this family. Um, okay, no, you you can have a Jane Austen retreat um, and live like you're in the 1700s, but you can only be courted by a Mr. Collins or Mr. Wick uh. character. Would you still do it? No, because the only thing that would make living in the 1700s worthwhile is to have, like, a Mr. Tilney on your arm. So, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> just, even if it's just for, like, a week retreat? Yeah, even if it's just for a week, Ellen, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Fine, dude. Okay, Sam, I've got one for you. All right, I'm ready. Okay, so as we all know, you've got a little bundle of heaven headed your way. Um... A little girl, if I'm not mistaken. So. You're correct. Let's say that hypothetically, you could opt to have this little girl born with very cool superpowers. Like, she's super strong. She has laser vision. Like, what have you. It's up to you. But she has to look like Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. (laughs) So, I mean, how shallow are you, Sam, Sam. is what I'm asking. (laughs) Uh... Definitely not that shallow. Okay. Sorry, with you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the superpowers, so that my baby girl doesn't look like a scarred freak, even if it is Ryan Reynolds underneath the scars. But you know, that's that's not really my thing. He's not. I'm not swinging for that team. So what it sounds think like. of the think of the emotional trauma that that poor little girl would have to go through waiting no do but like her. if she i mean she has superpowers so like bullies are not gonna be a problem <laughs> <laughs> okay Sam, i thought it was gonna be harder one okay for one of us so ellen this uh this is for you okay and uh it, it harkens to your love of uh agents of shield uh, would okay. not be a would not be a fangirly uh, podcast without Agents that of is Shield. The truth. <laughs> yeah, we were doing so good, Sam. Damn it, Sam! I thought we were gonna make this one episode about bringing up Agents of Shield. <laughs> so, uh, if you could be on a uh, a group date with uh, Fitzsimmons, oh. so that that's your that's your scenario. You get to go on a group Wait, like date a with Fitzsimmons. No, it's me and someone else, right? No, it's you and, you know, whoever you want, oh, I guess. Oh, you know, okay. the, the Chris's. We'll bring back your, your Chris of choice. 
We're going to group date with Fitzsimmons and your Chris of choice, but you have to be on the uh, that planet that they end up on. Uh, oh. oh, no. The alien planet. <laughs> Mavith, is that what it's Ma- called? Mavith or whatever it's called. Mavith, okay. yeah. Um, do I have um, an exit strategy? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Fitz is there, so. Oh, of course. <laughs> Um, then yeah I'll do it Uh, we'll just like hunker down in that bunker that Gemma and that Will had (laughs) and um, we'll just have a great old time um, you know frying up some alien seaweed and stuff like that like they do and I'll get to observe Fitzsimmons and their natural habitat and I'll get to Snuggle up to a Chris of my choice. So while wearing your mom's frog medallion, yeah. <laughs> while wearing my mom's nineties clothes. <laughs> wow, <clears throat> uh, that, that was a good one, Sam. Okay, Sam, if you could live in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which would be <laughs> so amazingly awesome, but you have to be a squib. Would you do it? You'd still basically be a muggle, Sam. Nothing would change. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, and I think the squibs are liked even less than muggles. (laughs) Um, I, I, I would do it. I, I still think, I still think that would be worth it. Sam, you're so cute. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I think it'd be, I think it'd be an odd, because, like, there are still things that you'd be able to enjoy about That's it, you true. know, and you could go to Hogwarts. I could, I could be the, you know, crotchety old janitor, like, uh, Filch? like, uh, like Filch. Yeah. So, well, and then you could like your wife, your sweet wife, Marissa, she could be a witch. And then like, you could benefit from her sorcery. That's true. Um, exactly. And, and, and our daughter yeah. could be a witch and, you know, I yeah. mean like, so Way yeah, like, I, I definitely think Sam? there's. <laughs> plenty of plenty of pros oh there. Gosh. I will I will sacrifice my magical abilities for the betterment of my family. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Ellen, okay. you win a contest and the, the 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 prize is you get to spend the day with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, okay? Okay. Okay. But okay. You go to the bathroom and <laughs> <laughs> And they follow you in, not knowing you're in there, and they're talking. Why about would you. Why would I they're do that? They're talking about you in the bathroom, okay. and you hear that they don't really like you that much. Oh, would you still do it? It's only my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't they like me? What What did I, think, I do? I think to... you were just trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would do that. I know, I'm such an idiot. Me, I know. Um, Oh, you still get to spend the day with uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah, that's true. I think I wouldn't do it because that would just break my heart, that's and I'd true. rather just like live in the bubble of like thinking that if they did hang out with me, that they would like me. Well, and of course they would, and they would never, they would never talk about you behind your back. I'm pretty sure. Thanks. No, they would never do would that never to anybody. Do They're just. <laughs> They're class act. That's the point. So, I, this is totally know. hypothetical, but hold on. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of one for Whitney. Whitney needs one more, and I've got to start, but I need. I need to finish it. Mm. So, like, 
the scenario I'm, I'm thinking is like that you're in uh, like a Sharknado type movie. That's like the draw. But then I'm trying to figure out a way to make <laughs> it less appealing to you. <laughs> But I'm trying to think of a way to make it less appealing, you know? Oh, I've got another one for Ellen. I've been thinking about this one all week. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Ellen, NBC, makes an announcement that they're bringing back Parks and Recreation. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Wait for it. <laughs> Leslie, or uh, Amy Poehler is unable to participate in uh, the new series of Parks and Recreation. So instead, they cast Tori Spelling as Leslie Nope. Everything no. else is the same. Everything else is the same. All the original no. cast, the original writers. No, I don't even have to think about it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. It went out on a perfect note. Leave it as it is. I don't need Tori Spelling. I think Tori Spelling has Leslie hidden nope. depth, though. I think you would. You. <laughs> I mean. Do what you got to do. Um, Sam, I thought you could you could say you could say yours, but that she has to be covered in chum. Yeah, I guess I just don't know. I mean, knowing Whitney, I don't think that would I don't think that would do it. I, I I'm think, still on board. Yeah, like anything I can think of, like you die or I mean anything is like Whitney uh... would do it. So. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't think of a way to make that a. a I've got a bad like one situation. for myself. <laughs> you can't do that. It would be like you get to marry Brendan Fraser, but it's Brendan Fraser now, as opposed to Brendan <laughs> Fraser from Brendan twenty Fra- years ago. <laughs> and I'd still do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we just close it there? I'll leave yep. all this stuff in. Looks okay. good. Okay, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, that was fun. Sam, thanks so much for joining us. Thank even you, though Sam. We had thanks so much for having me. Technical difficulties getting to this point. I'm glad that we were able to make I it work out. I hope I was out. worth it. Uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Whitney. Whitney, Whitney Whitney's ambivalent. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, again, if you want to weigh in on our movies of 2016, or you have a perspective would-you-rather question for us, um, then you can comment at fangirly.com or email us at fangirlyfangirls at gmail.com. Um, Thanks so much, you guys. Bye. Bye. So long. It's the Fan Girly Show.